0: Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: it's like dark matter. That one. That's
1: that's the one that sends a jet, like a little blob of water, straight up your what? your oh. the unwanted colonic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Then you have to sit there for a bit. Automatic video. <laughs> yeah. And another one. Oh, this, ah. this one's done as well. Yeah. Oh god. Cold. Oh. Oh. What? Why does why does getting water up your bottom feel so weird? I don't know. You know like if you're in if you're in the sea, it's because it's and you, toilet like if water. You're, if you're in the sea and you have to fart, and you you don't close your bum hole quick enough, you, you have a little bit of cold salty water goes up there, and it's really oh uncomfortable. I think mean, with,
2: with sea water, you're really like mm, creatures. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, What's I mean, laying its egg it in my a a tiny shrunk there. there? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <no>. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's this little claw sticking away. Yeah. <laughs> you Come out yeah. the
2: sea, and you don't really notice, but it's just like a lobster's tail flapping yeah. out of the back of
0: you. Yeah. Just, a, just a shark fin. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. It's the classic threesome in the fuck bunker. It's to my right, Dan. Hello. It's to my left, Russ. Hola. And in the middle, it's me. I'm the uh, the rose between two very sexy thorns, Tom. Uh, we don't have uh, anyone calling in at all this time so it is literally just the classic threesome it's Mm -hmm. like old times Um, Duncan is off uh, enjoying himself um, doing something I guess yeah He's,
2: he's polishing the cabers Ah, is is that's the, the only detail he goes into, but I've looked into it, and there's
1: no sort of Highland games or anything like that near where it is, so I <laughs> yeah. can only assume it's euphemism. It's clearly a euphemism. Yeah. I've got to polish my cabers. Um, yeah, so that's great. Uh, so it's us. It's a news episode, because we actually, for the first time in our podcast history, have some actual journalistic news <laughs> that, that seem to sort of fall in our lap. Anyway, that's exciting. Look, there's been some really big headlines. I'm going to hand over to Dan, who can kick us off, but uh, yeah. I thought we were going to do uh, what we've been up to. Okay, first. so we're gonna we're gonna actually <laughs> rewind. Just okay, so uh, before we kick off in the news, I thought it'd be nice if we went round and uh, had a chat about what we've been doing and what we've been up to. Dan, yeah. why don't you kick us off?
0: What have I been up to? Um, so I picked up the Forza Horizon Ultimate Edition number four, mm-hmm. um, and I have been rag- Forza Forza Forza, Forza total Forza for Forza for Forza. It's amazing. It's so much fun, and I can't wait till you guys come and join me on Game Pass.
1: I mean, it's free, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably indulge. If
0: you have got Game Pass, then yeah, yeah. I have, I have Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we all get together,
1: rag some James Bond. Oh no, that's just me. But get some because <laughs> I can. I get the James Bond thing as download. You can, you can download it. Yeah. The thing is, though, if I get it on Game Pass, they're going to take it off Game Pass at some point.
0: Yeah. But then you'll have probably. <clears throat> used I don't know it depends how much things pop up on games
2: a bit like Netflix they might disappear but then you you go and spend actual money on microtransactions for for games that you then don't own anymore
0: potentially yeah but then uh, I love isn't
2: the 21st century amazing
0: (laughs) but then don't spend (laughs) the money on the
2: microtransactions I'm quite a big fan of all this sort of as a service type stuff but there is going to be a point where suddenly everyone turns around and goes I don't actually own anything yes
0: Yes. welcome to the modern world when every company goes under and we realise we own nothing yeah which it. is which is why
1: <laughs> Which is why
0: Don't do it Tom, I know where this is
1: going <laughs> Which is why Yeah I've bought hard copy cartridges of all the Switch games <laughs> I can't believe
0: you <laughs> I can't believe it. Do you remember the, how much we laughed at the, the, the idea of cartridges Tom, <laughs> <laughs> listen to yourself
1: Hey look, I, look I, I will, A little blow if it doesn't I work will, properly I will maintain what I've, what I've always said it is, by far and away, nothing like perfect. It, mm. The Switch is not at all. I have had so many issues with the two controllers not syncing up at yeah. points and breaking sync during games that it gets incredibly frustrating. The, the fact is, though, had I not got a Switch, I wouldn't have been able to play Legend of Zelda, mm. which I think we all admitted looked awesome. Yeah. And it is awesome. No doubt. And for a... Yeah. Can, can, I, can I just yes, point out no, your argument, though, yeah.
0: was that, well, I'm okay because I've got a Switch and I've got my cartridges.
1: yeah That's pretty much what you were saying. Again, I, I don't see what your problem is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I urge everyone who's listening to this podcast to go back and listen to all of our podcasts <laughs> from the start. and You'll hear a very different
1: attitude, I think. Absolutely. The one thing I haven't done, though, it's is not, by... It's, oh, Tom, it's okay to admit you're wrong. The one thing I haven't done though <laughs> is I haven't bought any of the Mario games.
0: No, no. Even though Odyssey looks amazing
1: yeah but I don't it, that doesn't tickle my fancy I'm, okay. I mean look I'm a massive Skyrim fan so Legend of Zelda is kind of understandable as to why I love it so much mm. and obviously the next question is have I bought Skyrim on the Switch yes I have and have I been playing it in bed yes I have have I been brave enough to play it in the bath not quite yet no don't do that because <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll drop it because I've already dropped the fucking thing twice on my face in bed and it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a heavy fucker it's really heavy that's another thing that's so ridiculous the game boy by today's standard you know back then it felt heavy yeah but the um but it but it's nothing compared to, <laughs> compared to literally the full weight of the switch you need to adopt like a,
2: a lying on your belly yeah. position yeah Prop Just yourself up with some pillows with your feet in the air <laughs> right in front of you and then when you fall asleep, you just wake up, like,
0: gently drooling onto the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just on your front, feet in the air, like you're playing in the Dream Phone advert. <laughs> or the Date Phone, or whatever it was fucking called. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true, that is a thing. I'm anyway. dating Chad! <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry, you were telling us about... <laughs> what um, I've been up to. What you've been up to. Forza Horizon 4 has taken up a good chunk of my time since Friday. Uh, it is incredible. That's one really. with cars in, isn't it's it? It's got some cars in it, yeah. yeah. Um. It just makes me think that whatever playground games turn their their head towards they're going to succeed at because they have nailed this so if the rumors are true that they're making the next fable game i am genuinely quite excited about that
1: well so the company that are good at making a driving game yeah you're excited they're making an open but world th- RPG. it's
0: more that they've made an open world that feels real
1: ask anyone at bethesda and i guarantee you they'll say the world is half the battle yeah, populating it with realistic characters is the next thing. And the fable games, like up to mm-hmm. this point, their worlds and the character density and actually their personalities have always been described as mm-hmm. underwhelming. Yeah, in mm-hmm. their execution.
0: So I think if they can, I'm, I'm excited. the The idea that Playground Games had took the initiative and went. There's certain things we're not good at. They went to um, Rare, for example, and said, uh, "Sea of Thieves." how do you make the sea look so realistic? And they went, okay, well, you can just have our sea, we're all in the same company, have the sea from Sea of Thieves and use it in Forza Horizon 4. So it was just of thieves? Yeah. So, so that, what was, I heard on a podcast, that it's a shared universe, that if you just keep driving into the water in um, Forza Horizon <laughs> find 4, some pirates. you'll find some pirates, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I love. But it, it's it's just, in terms of an open world driving game, it's about as perfect as you are ever going to get. So you like Forza then? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, yeah. yeah um, cool. Other than that... I just like the fact that you can race a big hovercraft. You do. That, that's like one of the first things you do as well. Uh, and also, the soundtrack on it is amazing. Some of the songs... For example, when you're driving around, the Halo theme comes on, on the classic classic that's radio very station. Cool. Very, very cool. <clears throat> uh The Soul Wax remix of Kids, which is one of my favourite all-time remixes. When Oh,
2: that's that's excellent, that is.
0: When you're threading the needle, as they call it in the game, and driving at 200 miles an hour between two cars, it's perfect they've nailed the soundtrack you've got churches on the soundtrack as well i'm a big music fan so this this is kind of important to me maybe not important to everyone but when you've got this driving game that looks like britain even though it's no real actual part of britain although skidding around the m40 was quite fun it's kind of an idea like like it's all
2: sort of picture perfect countryside and lovely little pubs and things you don't get to like Get stuck on the M4 just outside Basingstoke or anything like no, that. No,
0: no,
2: no, no. Um, <laughs> There's no boarded
0: up phone boxes. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to drive through a rough area of Glasgow. No, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 all... a Hammersmith elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 wonderful, and I'm looking forward to playing more. But then mm-hmm. also on top of that, we've got Red Dead Redemption Two on the horizon. And oh my god! I've got Rise of the Tomb Raider sitting there, having not played the first two which are also sitting there so i need to get on with playing the team rated
2: The first games as one's well.
1: good, the second one not so good. Oh really?
2: Mm. I think i've just accepted that red dead redemption come out and then i'm never ever going to play another game ever.
1: It looks so everything <laughs> i've heard about it is
0: genuine cowboy simulator. Like yeah. It sounds crazy. You have to look you have to break in your hat. Like stuff like that. You can't just you can't just go into a barber's and say beard like you can in other games. Instead it's very much you have to grow a beard and then they shape your beard for you. I fucking love that. Yeah. That sounds like can, a just lot spend spend of hard work. It's hours just, it? just brushing your horse. Yeah, you have to brush your horse.
1: And you have to clean your guns as well. Can,
2: and if you don't, they'll stop working. Can
1: I just say two excellent euphemisms there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go and polish the horse. What was it? Brush the horse. Brush, brush the horse, clean, clean your guns. guns. <laughs> if you don't, they don't work. No, absolutely. No, they um, get all clogged up. But yeah,
0: fours is great. And <laughs> um, What else have we been up to? Um... <clears throat> What have I watched? More Taskmaster. I'm up to date with that now.
2: Which has been this brilliant. series is really good. This is like grade A premium quality Taskmaster. This is my
0: second favourite series so far. Mm. Uh, behind series five. This is this is amazing. Um I went to see Big Lebowski at the cinema. Excellent. One of my all time favourite films great, great film. at the cinema. Um, and it just it's still so damn good. Like watching like the guy can next to me going, You were laughing throughout the whole film before the jokes happened.
2: Yeah, but that's what those screenings are like, though, yeah. isn't it? Nobody's going to see it for the first time at one of those things.
0: But it, yeah, generally brilliant. So I told you last time I saw the the Predator, total
1: shite. Yeah, you said, one of the yeah. worst films I've seen this mm-hmm. year. You said that was fucking poo bobbins.
0: Don't go see it.
1: Absolutely dreadful. I just, I the thing is, they seem to have missed the point these days where they're just like, but the Predator's cool. Mm. It's like, yeah, the, the Predator's still cool. But the point is that the film was cool. Yeah, the original Predator was cool. It was a really good film did anyone come out the predator talking
0: about the predator anyway or did they come out talking about Arno, arnie anyway yeah like it's they're missing the point as you said um what else oh i watched last jedi again and it's still
1: brilliant me i i, yeah. I me and the wife sat down to watch it she hadn't seen it yeah. before um so we watched it together do you know what she said what great movie mm. and i said what do you mean she goes it couldn't have mattered less to me that it was star wars yeah i was just gripped it's brilliant she said and also she said what was great was that it was so gripping usually my wife's one of those ask a question every five minutes kind of film watchers but she didn't ask me Mm. any more than maybe two because she actually was remembering from Force Awakens which I'd made a watch as well she was sort of saying oh hang on I thought he was evil and it's like just you wait there are some awesome scenes like it just it was so good watching that fight in the throne room again it's
0: it's one of my favourite lightsaber fights
1: now but the best thing is it's not really lightsaber on lightsaber yeah there's that. That's the probably the first film where we haven't seen a proper lightsaber fight. Yeah, mm. we see. We finally seen the Emperor's guard do something though. Like, well, whatever they, are. whatever they yeah, are, yeah, yeah. red I mean, guards. I, yeah. yeah, my red guards that never do anything cool. They um, just stand there. They do usually. Usually they're they're those guys that help like, me to the bathroom, red guard. That you're like you don't fuck with them because you know they they got that job by being really good at what they do. In mm. the in the expanded universe before mm. the. Disney cannon came in mm. it was the Red Guard were occasionally rotated back into stormtrooper service to mm. keep them sharp um, so they were incredibly skilled yeah. frontline troops that would constantly either be guarding the Emperor or fighting on the front lines of the Civil War um, and they had their own TIE fighters which were painted red that's mm. so cool yeah which is really awesome so they were almost like we are targets you know but they don't, of, give, a but they don't shit. give a shit all flying I think they were modified TIE interceptors Yeah, with shields and hyperdrives. It was pretty fucking awesome. Anyway, Um, anyway, I've just uh, come in my pants. (laughs)
0: Played a pen and paper RPG as well called Icons, which is you're basically about being a superhero. So much fun. So silly. Nice. Really, really like that. I swear, Iron Fist Season 2. Watch that. That was really good. Quite liked it. I know it's been universally panned, but I thought it was quite fun. Um, I watched something else on Netflix and for the life of me I can't remember what it is but that, that'll that do I've watched loads of stuff and I've played a lot of Forza that's been my life pretty much Fair dinkum sweet. Tits what about you mate? Uh, so I'm carrying on playing through The
2: Expanse about half probably about two thirds of the way through Series 3 now So? It's so gripping it, So gripping has, has it taken a, a turn? stop raising your eyebrows and saying has this has this has this because you could answer yes about pretty much any episode okay so one, also don't give away
1: too much because I am working my way through the first series at the moment whatever I, you're thinking of yes it's
2: just happened the slingshotter it, just stop yeah, saying okay, things sorry okay cool just, you, Dan gets this very excited look on his face <laughs> it's so good it is very are you watching any more of it
1: I'm working my way through season mm. one at the moment
2: it's very like it's just cliffhanger after cliffhanger after
0: cliffhanger
1: the mm. first series feels very Firefly it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. Except darker. But
1: oh, yeah, yeah, like Event Horizon, Firefly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it's got just this sort of excellent core of sort of realism to it mm. that means that when the crazy shit happens, it's more sort of believable, and the crazy shit gets crazier and crazier and yeah, crazier. Yeah. Uh, loving it. Absolutely loving it. Um, I've been listening to a new podcast. I don't know. Do you know about podcasts?
0: Um. Nah. It's really. like
2: um it's like a tv show for the radio oh really that you watch with your ears okay and how much does it cost it varies Hmm. if you pay me 20 pounds
0: yeah i can send you one Hmm. so uh, i mean like i mean it's very nice of these people to give away free content really isn't it yeah yeah. um so i've been watching listening watching I, i watch it but you can't
2: see anything uh, a podcast called Films to be Buried With oh my god I've Which heard is... about this it's really good so it's a comedian called Brett Goldstein yeah who is he's the guy that is in um, Super Bob and yeah. he's Kerry Goblin's boyfriend in Derek Uh, but he's also a stand-up and he's fucking nuts about mm. films Uh, and he's de- comedians have such unfair advantage when they launch their podcast because they can all get top-level comedians guesting like I don't know any UK comedians that aren't doing a podcast at the moment. Hmm. And they've all been on each other's podcasts. It's very unfair. Why can't we get, like, Ashling B and Nish Kumar on this podcast? Hmm. Because we're not mates with them. We can uh, get Duncan on. We can get Duncan on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... They can't. It's a film podcast, but the, the sort of basic conceit of it is that, like, his guest has died at the start of the episode, and it's sort of talking about their life through... Films, so they mm. sort of go off on quite a lot of weird tangents. It's, it's really good. Can I make can I suggest Sorry, I another that. film related podcast? Please do.
0: Um, how did this get made? Um, oh, that's this, sort of looking at shockers, isn't it? It's um, the guy who plays Adrian Pimenta, who I can never remember the name of, oh, well, uh, him, hmm. uh, plus uh, another actor slash comedian, and they just talk through, um, usually on live shows, films that they've seen that they watch for the audience that are just generally considered awful. The last one I watched was one from a while ago where they went to Chicago after watching Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> and just They come out talking about that this film represents you. You should be mad. <laughs> um, it's brilliant. And then they just go into talking about how Blues Brothers 2000 is one of the worst films they've ever seen.
1: Yeah.
0: And one of them hadn't seen Blues Brothers. Which is unreal. Blues
1: Brothers 2000, I mean... That's, that, that's where you lost me.
0: <laughs> he goes Blues Brothers two thousand is their nineteen ninety nine film about. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Russ, carry on. I Interrupted.
2: Uh, no, what else have we been doing? Oh, we started watching Killing Eve. Is it good? It's phenomenal. Well, the first episode is, mm. but it's um, yeah, gripping, well acted, exciting, funny, all those things that you're that you're looking for. And I like, quite like a night like its depiction of like MI five instead of being this sort of insanely futuristic unrealistic technological marvel that you see in um like bond films these days it's just like some fairly tired hungover looking people with bits of paper which is probably a lot closer to the truth mm. <laughs> um and yeah the like, the actors in it are, are amazing it's been i've seen yeah just seen just seen the one so far but I'm very much looking forward to that one fair dinkum um it's probably about it. oh we've been watching quite a lot of Roast Battle the UK version no idea what is that is It's actually good it's really good is it yeah. so I look at it and go that looks shit we watched the one with um, Ed Gamble and Phil Wang is probably the best thing I've seen you've just said two names that have made me think this might actually be quite good yeah I mean it's, it's all it, it's just two top level comedians slagging each other off and like when they say nothing is off limits apart from physical contact like they they really mean it they are pretty fucking vicious to each other. It's always best when they're friends. Yeah. Um,
1: or like... Um, Which is why, incidentally, I always loved The Trip with yeah. Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon yeah. in it. Yes, absolutely. You get
2: like that depth of relationship yeah, absolutely. coming through. Like, sometimes it's people that have never really met each other and they just sort of say some mean jokes about their appearance or whatever. But the ones who have been friends for 15 years can really get personal. Uh, it's Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Excellent.
0: Cool. Would recommend. My watch. Very nice. Tom, what about you, buddy?
1: Well, it might surprise people to learn that I've been playing... I Basically, have, Skyrim has kind of dominated the last week of my life in three formats. One, I've been playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot. I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot on Spotify. Oh, yeah. And... I've also been watching, and this is kind of what is what inspired me to get Skyrim on YouTube. I'm actually going to give someone a shout out here. This guy's channel is called The Epic Nate 315, and I'm sure people know about him because his videos have like thousands of views. But he has this excellent series called Skyrim, yet another ten tiny details you probably didn't notice. And they oh, are just I fucking love that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And they are just filled with all these little references and things that you might not have noticed, and all these cool little revelations, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, you know, cool references to other games and stuff like that. Like, so what I've been doing is watching the videos and going to visit them in the game. and <laughs> just going. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, like just really kind of cool of things there's, there's so many Star Wars references in Skyrim. Really? Like so many. Like, like there's a skeleton buried in the ground of a dungeon um, with like you know when Han Solo is frozen in carbonite. Mm. Um, it's just like his legs poking out slightly his two hands up and a sort of a pain look there's a skeleton that's buried in the ground <laughs> in exactly the same thing with just the hands poking out, maybe sort of a couple of a hint of legs sort of poking out and stuff. It's fucking brilliant. There's also a um um an ice cave where there's a skeleton hanging upside down. Oh brilliant. Yeah, with a frost troll in there. And oh, the, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. And on the floor is a uh, enchanted sword that glows blue. <laughs> so it's a obvious Wampa cave reference. Anyway, there's all sorts of cool stuff. There's even this one thing that really amazed me. That um, for the Dragonborn, um, no, not Dragonborn. What's it called? The the one with the vampires, the Daungard. expansion Dawn Guard. One of the um, the follower you get, uh, I think her name's Serena or something like that. She um, her character follower model. Basically, Skyrim received a lot of flack for their followers. They, sorry, Bethesda received a lot of flack for the followers in Skyrim. That um, they never really did anything, they never interacted with the world. They just followed you, and, st- and whenever you turn around, they were they were just basically mm. staring you sort of yeah. cold in the eyes. It was like I'm I'm sworn to carry your burdens, you know that sort of stuff. Um, so Serena was um, a reaction to that, and she is actually programmed to interact with everything that's around <laughs> her. So if you stand still for a long time, she will just go and sit down on the nearest thing. Like she'll just go sit down. She'll talk. She'll make comments about the weather. She's like programmed with. You know, if there's a smithing bench nearby and you're sort of idling or chatting to someone, she'll just sort of shrug and walk off and (laughs) go and do something. And you'll go and hook up with her later and she'll just be like, okay, we're ready to go? You know, and it just feels a bit more natural. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's cool. Skyrim, basically, I've been obsessed with. And watching... Well, my wife's had a nasty culture. She's been going to bed really early. And when I'm on my own... (laughs) <laughs> when I'm on my own I cannot help but watch Always Sunny. I am I'm just going through it all again. I just I cannot stop watching it. There is something so compelling about the way those characters interact. I'm in the um series with Fat Mac like, and Dennis goes through that whole like meltdown episode of like how (laughs) getting fat has, is impacting his life. Yeah. Packing on (laughs) mass. He's giving him Mexican, um, Mexican thickening pills or something like that. Isn't he like, it's absolutely superb. Um, a notable highlight that I've been watching recently was the um, the high school reunion double bill. Like oh, it got with the George Michael with, dance at the end, yeah, and um, Rickety Cricket pretending to clean up but actually stealing everyone's jewelry. And when they find out, he just makes this like <laughs> sort of noise. ringworm, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? just like tear his shirt off, and just like it's such a good character. Anyway, that is pretty much. I, what love, I, do. I love like cricket is so like the way he just gets destroyed. Yeah, over the course of every like, episode, every time you see him, he's got like another horrendous scar. That, he's that, t- that time they find him like sitting outside like a warehouse or something with the hood up, and he pulls it off, and he's literally it's after the yeah. Thanksgiving episode, like like Freddy Krueger just <laughs> this burns. Is this is
2: from where you set fire to me in yeah. your apartment. He's, no, oh, don't I know. Don't, remember I don't remember that.
1: that. I don't think that sounds like something we would have done. <laughs> yeah, and I just love how I've, what I've noticed is that if you watch through, to, if you watch through enough, Sunny, Charlie's clothing, um, especially his um, army fatigue jacket, just gets more and more ripped, used, yeah. frayed. It's like they've only got one of it and they use it for every single scene. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely cool. Uh, he did actually realize, um, release a picture of the shoes that Charlie wears the black suede vans with the red soles mm. he actually bought them in 2004 Charlie um Charlie Day and has been wearing they're basically Charlie's shoes they <laughs> they are the same pair that he bought in 2004 when they were filming the pilot series oh my God. they are still there but it perfectly fits with Charlie's character mm. yeah just squalor he's got one pair of shoes and that's it has anyone watched any of the new series yet it's not been on TV yet, has it? So... no no I've only watched what's on Netflix mm. but that's it that's me Nice.
0: Cool. I am. Um, well, let's wonder what that means next then. I uh, probably should do some... News,
1: news, news. 80s drum kit. Boo, Who did the pop? Nobody. Nobody. Really? No, it just oh, happened. Awesome. Yeah. It was probably just my penis fixing itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Penis just, talk again. It's just <laughs> <your> <laughs>
2: circumference closing up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh. I liked last week's podcast was um, Tom's penis talk and a couple of searching questions. I saw that it documentary was, about
2: the um, you know the drilling of the new ring main underneath London. It made me think of you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's horrendous. And <laughs> um, <laughs> We've got some actual news. <laughs> we we actually have some news, which is which is quite exciting. We um <laughs> can't claim any sort of journalistic uh, no. credit uh, for this, really. Um, although it is actually some interesting news that we're led to believe that some of this is in the public domain. Mm. And I'm sorry, this is getting serious, but actually, we do literally have. <laughs> Um, some interesting stuff to tell you I'm just trying to find the notes so shall I,
0: so why are you going through that shall I go through what it's about yeah. you go
1: through what it's about
0: so telltale games has just shut their doors but I think 25 people to continue working on a Netflix project which is a TV series about uh, minecraft mm-hmm. um, they've let go of 250 staff no severance pay from we from what I understand and a week's worth of uh, medical Uh th- there's going to be no conclusion to the final series of Walking Dead. Basically, what it seems is uh, Telltale Games have just become less and less popular throughout the years, and yet they're taking on more and more IPs every single. Absolutely, time. yeah, and things that presumably they were paying quite
2: a hefty amount to license.
0: I saw a great chart um, yesterday, which is um, it was just a downward graph, basically of. The popularity of um, chapter one of every Netflix series, uh, Netflix of every <laughs> Netflix is doing fine. Of every um, Telltale <laughs> series, mm. and you've got um, Walking Dead series one, and that was like uh, I think it was three hundred fifty thousand people played that, and mm. then right up to the latest one, which is the latest Walking Dead, I believe, and uh, just under fifty thousand people played that. Wow! And that's chapter one. The amount of Telltale games, I've played chapter one of them and gone, I will totally play the rest of these, and then just never played
1: it. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty indicative. Anyway, so we've been able to uncover some information through um, who we'll refer to as an industry spokesperson. Yes. Um, someone who is part of the games industry. Um, that our main question was, what's happening to the staff? Yes. So we kind of know some of the stuff, but we've been told that some are planning to start their own thing. Which we know is kind of public domain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But we also know that a lot have been offered jobs by other major game developers. Yeah. One, for instance, can we say the name? I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> let's just say um, it rhymes with shmoobies. <laughs> <clears throat> and we've also been, uh, we've also been surely boobysoft, boobysoft. <laughs> yeah. We've also been told that some are so. Uh, upset about their treatment mm. by the company that they're actually going to sue. Um, we're not entirely sure what else happens after that. Well,
2: presumably the company was in was in breach of employment in terms and conditions, well, which this do is, work both ways. This mm. is the
1: interesting thing. In the state of California, so says our industry source, um, in the state of California, if a company lets more than 100 people go, they have to have given 60 days notice, mm. which is apparently, I think it's state law, um, not federal law, um, and Telltale clearly didn't. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think th- is em- the point
2: employment practices in the US are it's a lot harsher than it is here absolutely it is yeah, you can just fire someone and things like that but like, this is like a mass breach of contract so, all those people,
1: absolutely especially when you consider again we're touching on the IPs that they mm. had that, that, that there were things that they've been buying um, our industry spokesperson told us that they had a uh, Black Mirror game yes, signed it, up God I'd love to see that yeah. a Black Mirror game signed up but apparently I mean all we were told was it was fucked up whatever that means we're yep. not entirely sure and we're not going to speculate yep. but they just said it was fucked up there was also a stranger things one but I'm pretty sure we all knew about that anyway yep. that that was something that was going to be on the horizon yeah um there's uh, a few things. So I'm just looking down a list of notes here. There's a few things that I kind of want to talk about. Microsoft sued Telltale Games after there was a PR nightmare around the announcement of the Minecraft game going on to Netflix. Yeah. Um, not entirely sure how that works, really. No. Despite the fact that actually that would be quite cool if it was in movie form that you could select outcomes for. I'd imagine
0: and... what they've done is they've put taken yeah. the best yeah. selection
1: <clears throat>
2: Netflix have been talking for a while about moving into like interactive storytelling.
1: Yeah, um, so it's basically they could make like a own adventure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it, it's sort
2: of it kind of makes it like to to do it with live action is insanely difficult mm, because uh, you know very quickly you end up with a possibility tree of thousands of of outcomes and things, and to to actually film it and edit it would be. A ridiculous task.
1: Well, I mean, this is interesting, isn't it? Really, mm. yeah. Um, in response to Microsoft suing them after the PR nightmare, the CEO's response was well dismissive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, Telltale's CEO um, was incredibly uh, offensive. Well, yeah, incredibly mm. dismissive of the of um, of Microsoft. Mm. Um, did you know that Lionsgate were an investor? and decided not to back them any further, as all the data says the company was a sinking ship by that point. Doesn't
0: surprise me. It
1: doesn't surprise me. And Lionsgate,
0: they're heavily involved with
1: Microsoft. Absolutely. And this is something that gets uh, bandied around a lot. It was a very toxic management structure within Telltale that didn't trust innovation or its creatives, nor seemed to care about the financial side, almost like they were buying up licenses Mm. to see what egg cracked best.
0: Yeah, I mean, just look at... Look at, I mean, there, there's no. Here's what makes Telltale. No one's going to buy Telltale, because they've got no. They've got they've got no, uh, IPs of their own. Yeah. Because all they do is make games for, other IPs. Well, games from other IPs. Yeah, I would say, yeah, from you know. other IPs. But they make games for other for other franchises then. Um, and as a result, that leaves them with nothing. They leaves them with a janky engine because the telltale engine's terrible um it leaves them with staff who are all who have all been laid off already so they don't even have the staff anymore absolutely and hopefully they'll find a job 250 of them in the games industry um i listened to a podcast the other day and they were just talking about how this is the kind of thing that makes you think twice about going back and doing the same thing again and one of the guys on it goes i used to work for a, a a games maker and I just decided I didn't want to do that
1: anymore because it's a situation similar to this one. It's interesting, isn't it? Because actually our source does make a point of saying there were a lot of um, other developing houses working with Telltale, or yeah. at least in the early process of setting up some sort of relationship where work was going to be carried out, at which point when you know Telltale suddenly closed the doors, mm. there's all these people just like, no. Nah. You know, yeah, yeah there, there's nothing, no communication, no nothing, it's just yeah. done. Um, yeah, a lot of people are going to be looking for another job, and it might not
2: necessarily be in the. Like the, the games industry is notorious for being a challenging work environment with the sort of crunch time deadlines and fairly shady hiring and firing practices and hmm. just insane pressure and, and workload. It's kind of, games development is one of the most sort of challenging and rewarding aspects of computer science. Absolutely. But it's, it also can be an absolute bitch to work for. So, hmm. you, you know, people people go and move to, you know, Adobe or Microsoft or something else working on applications rather than games. Well, it's go, why, people go and work in visual effects and all sorts of areas. Absolutely.
0: Hmm. It's why EA are cons- continually one of, considered one of the worst companies to work for.
2: Yeah. Worst companies to work for, worst companies to buy things from, yeah. worst companies to come across in any way whatsoever. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, there's
1: a lot. Of stuff about Telltale, there that, um, well, it just feels a bit shady. Yeah, it feels. Which is really sad because Walking Dead Season 1 was great. In fact, The Wolf Among Us was one of my favorites mm. they ever did. And it was actually, uh, you know, someone on PC Gamer wrote an article recently where, um, they were talking about how, um, it was like the, their usual sort of list things of what were your favourite first episodes of Telltale hmm. Games. And someone said it was Wolf Among Us because we played the first episode. I was sitting next to my girlfriend and she suddenly got involved. She was hooked into the story. We played, ended up playing the whole freaking series. It was brilliant. I, Walking Dead Season 1. Um, It's...
0: I cry generally only over the Chicago Bears. But <laughs> the... Ending of series season one of Walking Dead had me in tears.
1: Absolutely. So
0: first episode, I'm like, ah, it's all right. You gotta Good do game. the right thing, Clementine. Oh my god.
1: Oh.
0: Um and um.
1: Don't leave, me leave. Oh
0: my god! And the decision you have to make is heartbreaking. What did you do? I um. I wish I'd made her shoot me, but I didn't. Because she should have shot me. Because then she learns to be tougher, and she learns to get on. That she's going to have to do some tough things. I got problem. Clementine to shoot Lee. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't have thought that's what <laughs> it Lee was got. heartbreaking. I know. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was heartbreaking. Um, but they got Walking Dead season one so right. Yeah, and then it did seem to like I love the Batman ones. I think the Batman ones are incredible as well.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? Because I I did not enjoy the Batman games. Oh, really? I I actually, if anything... And this is is never a bad Mm. thing for a game, but not especially good when what happened to me happens. I was playing it thinking, Mm. oh, I remember in Batman Arkham Origins, um, the detective mode, that was so much better than in this game. And then I turned off Telltale, loaded up Origins (laughs) and started playing (laughs) Origins again. Um, All those... It's unfair to compare anything
0: to those the Rocksteady Batman games. True they that. Are True So that. good. The oh, well, games Origins wasn't a Rocksteady game, was it? No. Okay. Fine. Actually, Dan. The Actually Arkham. Actually, The Arkham games
1: are all incredible. Is the point? Well, it is an Arkham game. It's just not a Rocksteady Arkham.
0: Yes, game. what I'm saying. I'm a... Tom. <laughs> Actually, Dan.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Well, look. I think we should probably sum up by saying. It's heartbreaking when a games development house mm. such as Telltale goes down anyway. Yeah. But it's even more heartbreaking to hear how badly, or from what we can gather, yeah. how badly they treated their staff, and also the kind of disrespect that they've showed a lot of their licenses.
0: Yeah, and and, and the only thing you can hope is that all these staff find jobs quickly. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, the, there's some, amongst them there must be some decent storytellers. Yeah, absolutely,
1: because they've told some decent stories. It's, it's absolutely, insane. they've they've told some tales. They've told some tales. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, what's next on the news agenda? I don't know. Do you need to, Do you need five minutes, Tom? Um. Oh yeah, I. Mm, I took uncomfortable. That was quite a big coffee. It was. It's all right though. My my penis will will handle this. Yes. Um. But oh, all oh, that poo, that oh, one I had yeah. to pinch off early. The coffee coffee poo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, all right. Fine. Yep. Yeah, quickly. I'll just every bloody time
0: it is yeah do you know what it would be just our luck though no no he wouldn't it, like no. that'd be too uncanny wouldn't it like if he just turned up now although I did see something on social media on uh, at James Gurnlist on Instagram that means that he might
1: fellas oh. hi I'm James Gurnlist, the Games Journalist's Games Journalist Think of me as a cross between Han Solo and Lord Byron, but, you know, more about games journalism. I've spent the last 12 years intrepidly travelling from one end of the globe to the other to bring my audience the very best in untamed games journalism. I've written for websites like IG and m M&M, Notaku, Gamepots, Polywogglegon, and uh, magazines like uh, PC Gamering, PC Friendzoning, I Love Games a Lot, Weekly Magazine, and Razzle. Anyway, enough about me. I'm, uh, Looking forward to starting more reviews on uh, Too Much Time In Our Hands podcast. Huh. It's because I said his name, isn't it? How are we doing, fellas? Is he like the candy man?
0: Yeah. Hey, James. How you doing, man?
1: I am like the candy man. In, in fact, I'm actually more like the Antipodean uh, milk tray man. Oh, okay. Um, just swinging in t- through your mum's curtains. <laughs> oh, again. With leaving that details, little box yeah. of chocolates mm-hmm. and a little card with just a silhouette of oh. me. Anyway, how we doing, fuckers, you guys all right? Yeah, all good. Yeah, all good. good. Yeah. Russ is good to see you. Thanks, man. Dan, you're still here? Yes. That's <laughs> yes, great. So yeah, Absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Where's um there was that other guy here, Duncan. Where is he? He's uh he's not here this week. Well, why not? He's um busy. Oh right. Oh it's the yeah, it's the thing. Yeah. Russ, you, you remember the thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool. I I don't actually care anymore. I've got my own archery team, so Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah. We're
0: yeah. better we're better than you guys as well. Oh really. Are you aware that an archery team is not a thing? Yeah. Well, what what are you guys
1: then? We we're the we're the arsehole archers. Yeah, well, we're the Bellend. Bummers. Bullseye's. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Um anyway, uh, I'm here to uh do another review as per contracted hours. Look, we've had a little bit of back and forth on Instagram. I'm yep. guessing that was probably you. Dan? It was 100% me. It was 100% you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm contracted to be here, so I'm going to do what I have to do, and then I'm going to go. Okay? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: All right? Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, James. (laughs) Ewan is outside on the bike. He's keeping it going. I am going to get the fuck out of here, and then me and Ewan, we're going to go down to um, those shops that are just down the road from where you live, Russ. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into co-op, and we're going to get ourselves a big bag of onion rings, we're going to go to the local park. We're just going to sit there and have a good time. Okay, okay nice. Right, yep. Me and you, McGregor. Go, okay, so, so if C5. you're absolutely if, you, if you're free after this, come and, sure. come and meet us, and, and we'll have a. I'll get two bags of onion rings. Okay, we'll maybe go, some chipsticks.
2: Sit in the park with all the teenagers. Fingering each maybe other.
1: maybe some chipsticks as well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, brilliant. Okay. Great. All right. Okay, Dan. Oh. I'm going to get into this. Sure. So, this is a retro review In the sense that the video game Skyrim Has been out since 2011 That's right And I am going to give you the inside scoop On how it plays What it feels like to be back with the beautiful world of Skyrim By the way, I've been speaking to Tom Who actually has been influencing me in this quite a lot We're
0: really doing this, are we?
1: We're totally doing this Okay, It's awesome On a new platform And I'm going to wrap it all up with a concise rating and verdict classic James Gern list, right yeah, absolutely sure. yeah you know it. so we all know and love Skyrim Russ absolutely loves Skyrim Dan doesn't really because he's more of a Witcher fan but that's absolutely fine it's arguably one of the most complete and compelling RPG games ever created as Skyrim and I've sunk hundreds of hours into it across four platforms now but this review is about the latest platform and perhaps the freshest the Nintendo Switch My first playthrough was on PC. After that, it was the Xbox 360, then the Xbox One with the launch of the Special Edition, and now the Switch. So that's all the background you're ever going to need on me and my playing habits. Not my laying habits, Dan, or uh, well, your mum, she already knows all about those, okay? <laughs> hey. yeah, anyway, Skyrim as... is one of those typically evocative worlds with massive climate shifts between sorry, climate shifts between key areas on the map. There are sun-kissed pine and fir forests, hot springs, open lake, coastal areas, and incredibly well-rendered snowdrifts that were so realistic. I had a Vietnam-style flashback to this time I got trapped under an avalanche. It was petrifying, claustrophobic, freezing cold, and I'm convinced to this day that the only reason I survived was my quick thinking and willingness to do whatever it took to live. I did things I never imagined I was capable of to survive. I touched the void and myself. And what should really come across is how vital it is to keep your core temperature up. Now, before setting out on the fateful expedition that would eventually see me covered in snow, I consulted with Sylvester Stallone about how he prepared for when he got into that whole cliffhanger documentary kerfuffle with that woman that he dropped. I mean, it must have taken him ages to get over it. But I wasn't interested in that. I wanted to know how he kept warm in the cult. And he told me that the secret was almost constant masturbation so that you never stop moving, not even to apply lotion. Mm -hmm. Every expedition should have a warm-up training phase where you build yourself up, The execution phase, before you move on then to the recovery phase, where you build yourself back up after the uh, event. What most people miss out is Master Stallone's blanket phase of constant masturbation through all three phases. As Stallone himself told me, James, nature can always heal a blister, no matter how big. (laughs) And I owe my life to that advice. Indeed, I actually probably still owe him about $8,000 for that advice, but he's not chased me up for it yet, so it's absolutely fine. The key to getting it right is to first establish whether there are any other people ascribing to the method of keeping warm in your expedition party. If there are, then you've got yourself a warming-up buddy who you can ask for a quick hand whenever the need arises. Some words of warning. One, you must be sheltered from icy blasts of air because icicles will form from any liquids, not just water, okay? Okay. Be courteous. This is number two. Be courteous because popping yourself out, even if you do have a warming buddy, must be done in a considerate way. Just because you're okay with it doesn't mean everyone else is going to be okay with it, okay? Mm -hmm. Three, most important. Gloves have to remain on. Frostbite is real, okay? And number four, have fun. If you're not doing something that you love, why are you doing it? That's what I say anyway. So, look. I've made sure to keep all of those rules top of my mind while I was trapped under that snow and ice. My core temperature was up and down, but actually kept within acceptable limits by the vigorous attention that I was playing to myself. But that was no way to get myself out. That was just survival. I knew I was going to have to do something drastic to get out. And that's when I hit on an idea. Could I feasibly generate enough heat and melt my way out of the snow and ice through, basically, friction-induced heat? There was only one way to find out. So I got to whacking off like no one has ever whacked off in history. I was so fast and controlled that the heat steadily built up and caused a second avalanche that dislodged everything above me. At last, I was free. The mental battle had been won, and so had the physical. And physically, I was okay, mostly. Um, as I said, you know, Sylvester Stallone told me that nature can always heal a blister, and it did. After several months, several agonizing months that, when were over, were left in, you know, left me feeling very relieved. I mean, I'd survived through grit and determination, through gritted teeth and freezing cold and chafed palms. Rhythmic release was the key, indulgence of the self, and I am alive more than ever now. Thank the Maker, thank the Creator. I am alive. So overall, I rate Skyrim on the Switch um, seven out of ten. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah. So, so like, since you've been reviewing games, yeah. What's the order then, like in terms of ranking? What, what do you mean? Like, which game comes top? And, like, since you've been reviewing games for us, you've reviewed, reviewed a few games for us.
1: Yeah, it's been a few now, hasn't it? Yeah. I think that's probably, uh, out of this series, probably the, the fourth or f- fourth game, <laughs> probably. this series. This yeah. series, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> the, in this saga, it's, yeah. been, it's been three or four now. I think 4 is hasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, well, I don't know. They, they've they all got their own rankings yeah. um, uh, and ratings.
0: Yeah, and, and to be fair, you should just pay attention to what's, in the review, rather
1: than just the ranking, anyway, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That that goes. It's west. critical. I mean, look, without games reviewers like myself, um, people wouldn't be able to tell whether the game was for them or or not. Yes. So you know we have a we have a solemn and uh, powerful duty to uh, to, yeah. to carry this on. So yeah, that's good. Seven cool. out of ten. Nice. It's a great good, one. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks, James. Right. Well, look as I said Ewan's got his bike running we've got to get down to uh, I think it's the co-op or coop or I can't remember how to pronounce it over here it's sure. crazy over here uh, I'm going to go get those chipsticks, sticks onion rings Russ I'll see you at the park Dan Sweet. see you later ah. um, you know uh, maybe next week or whenever we do this again I'll, I'll check the diary the um, sure. the, uh, the Google diary that's been set up for me uh, yes yeah, so okay. uh, right that's it thanks very much fellas chook chook see ya okay, okay take care
0: I mean, where's where's this shit coming from? God knows. I don't want to go to the park. He just shouts at pigeons. <laughs> well, he doesn't even like me. I'd love to go to the park with you, McGregor. Uh, he's he's a tedious little fucker. Who you and McGregor? Yeah. So you just talk about Obi Wan. He just
2: practices his accent all the time, just, and it's almost the same as his normal accent. So why, what's what's he practicing? He, th- he thinks the Lucas arts are going to call.
0: Oh, that's awkward, isn't it? Yeah. That's bad. Hey, Tom. Oh. Better done yeah. with no better, yeah, hey, good it's...
1: yeah, good that was actually pleasant. there's nothing like having a good piss after you've not been able to have a good piss, yeah no, definitely can yeah. Imagine. Can imagine. yeah you missed a journalist What, well, again, yeah, how did he find us again I pretty certain you're telling him, yeah I am, yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. About what's that. this
0: contract he's talking
1: about he he does have a contract,
0: who's paying him
1: uh well, we are this is a free podcast these people don't don't pay for this. They don't pay for it? No, not this gold, no. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm
2: sure it'll work out.
1: Well, this this doesn't seem right. I mean, my contract's pretty pretty uh, rigorous.
2: Who gave you a contract?
1: Uh, well, Rusted. Rusted? <laughs> I'm just drawing you into this web of... Are you, are you
2: not getting paid for this?
1: No. Oh, all right. Oh. What about theatrical cuts? Do they get paid? I don't know. I'm doing quite well out of this. I think Sonia's new Lamborghini, we should probably speak to that.
0: Why am I the only one not getting paid? I don't know. Probably...
1: I'm, I'm sure we're all getting paid. I feel like the
0: what's his face in office space who's gradually being forced out of the business where they just stop paying
1: him. <laughs> I would just say, like the French Revolution, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, oh. so let's let's crack on with some good old-fashioned news. Oh, I've got a treat for you later, by the way, anyway. Mm-hmm. I um I found the <laughs> 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 I found the um I found the password to do you remember when we first set up the website TMTOH dot com? Yeah. I found the password for the talk to us at TMTOH.com. No. Yeah, email, I did. No, but no one emailed us. No, I no, don't no. Let's do a couple of news stories. I'll I'll dig it out and yeah, I'll, sure. I'll I'll see if we've got anything. I found it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well that's the password. Um anyway, so Red Dead Redemption two. Yep. Yeah. Hundred and five gig. Hundred and five gig? Yes. yeah is that a new unit of cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to pay in hard drive space. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's
0: it's yeah, it's going to take up 105 gig on your hard drive. So delete everything, basically. That's crazy. That's a crazy amount. And that's without the online stuff as well. So with a stock Xbox, that's yeah. basically that's your hard gonna, drive. <laughs> it's not going to fit
2: on anyone's hard drive. <laughs> no,
0: because no. the OS takes up about half of the hard the hard drive anyway. Yeah, days. so you're looking at 100 gig for the OS with all the ad- add-ons and stuff.
1: How much? How much hard
0: drive? It was two fifty gig. In I think the I think it's five hundred. It's a five hundred drive,
2: but they're yeah. they're really cagey about how much the operating system takes up, hmm. and you cannot get it to really tell you a number of how much. It'll give you a percentage, yeah, but it won't
1: really tell you how many gigabytes you've. What got. What you have to do is you have to do some advanced maths, remove all the games and apps off your yeah. system, <laughs> and then you have to count up, don't you?
2: But it still it still fudges the numbers a little bit. Apparently, it's it's really. Vague
1: motherfuckers, yeah,
2: and like if, so if you take everything off, it'll say it's got 100% free, but that's not 100% of the disk, that's 100% of the space that's not taken up by no. the operating system. That's mental, yeah. yeah a I, do,
1: I yeah. honestly, as a, you know, what the, the lack of curiosity I have about things sometimes, <laughs> like I look at this percentage and I'm just like, oh, that's the percentage, it's a good percentage, <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. percentage. It's like when people say to me, 80% of all people do X, I'm just like, that's the number, mm. excellent, there's no curiosity beyond that. Well, so, yeah so obviously people are taking them
2: apart and it is a 500 gig drive I think
1: yeah it's definitely a 500 gig it, tells, it does in,
2: in, tell in the you a
0: of like your your games and apps section it tells you how big each game is but it doesn't really oh, tell so it tells you how big the, it's like an actual number oh does it yeah. oh, I never used to
2: yes
1: well I, I think maybe people got pissed off because yeah, they... <laughs> they were like okay fine grudgingly you know, yeah, like, yeah fine yes it's the 100... operating system takes up 350 gig yes you fine. might you might as well use your PS2 memory card yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's you're going to have to have an external drive for this one. Yeah. yeah. Next, we're going to be using cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you,
2: are you, An external hard drive is basically a cartridge. Yeah. If you If, oh, you, if absolutely. You used an SSD. Which,
1: incidentally, I do still need to do. I still need to go and get a DDR3. Yeah. Um, yeah like a solid state or something, I think, when they get a bit cheaper. They're still crazy expensive. Solid, yeah. solid state drives are crazy expensive. But they'd be awesome, though, wouldn't they?
2: Well, I only It's still... It would be a bit if of a waste. If I throw it at the wall, it's
1: not going to lose anything, is it? No. Yes. Well, it depends how If I throw it at the wall and it shatters into a million pieces, it'll be fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just no million parts, so you can break cable. it. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um,
2: a solid-state drive would be a bit of a waste because it's still transferring data over USB USB cable. Oh, smart, so that would be a, a bottleneck. He's really smart. So, I mean, there's probably, like, a certain type of hard drive that's best to get a certain RPM, but any USB 3 hard drive should be should
1: be fine. I said DDR3, didn't I've I? I've got I meant yeah, USB 3. Yeah. I've got a I couple, meant rigid stays.
0: A couple of those little like credit. It's bigger than credit card size ones, but the little ones. From like you
1: just swap iPhone. them in and out. No, I've just got them both plugged in. Wow. You guys are like living I've got I've got
0: one living future life. I think it's I've got 6 terabytes in total. That's and, ridiculous. That's I've amazing. Got, I've got 60 gig left. I need to delete some stuff. There is there link. is
2: no way you are regularly using. I'm using 5.9 terabytes worth of stuff.
0: I'm using all. I'm playing all 334 games. I've got. Have you got At your once. porn collection on there as well? No, because no, <laughs> that's that's cause that's not um, one, um, one I keep with me. No one downloads
1: porn anymore, Russ. <laughs> yeah. That's the one Jokes you'll have on to you. That's the porn one service. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the one you'll have to prize out of his cold dead hands. <laughs> I get it all off netwanks.
0: It's It's <laughs> all just, Is that a thing? No, porn It probably <laughs> I am fairly sure if you typed
1: netwanks into the internet Net you wanks. would get something. Incognito window. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Net Live wank. googling netwanks. With a Z. <laughs> Netwank is is in the urban dictionary. <laughs> okay, well that's that's a start.
0: netwanks.com Oh You're my god, shitty. hang on, hang on. I think it's available.
1: We should totally buy Netwanx. And do what with it? <laughs> do what? Oh, we should put up all of our slash fic. <laughs> <laughs> Netwanks.com should be our our nat- uh, should be our slash fic. How much do you reckon it is, net uh, netwanks? Just go on GoDaddy and see how much it's going for. How do you okay, so just go to GoDaddy. Yeah, yep. go to GoDaddy dot whatever. Or just type in GoDaddy.
0: GoDaddy seems a weird thing to go to when we're talking about what we're talking about.
1: And then type netwanks.com. <laughs> Just into the search bar. There we go. This is riveting listening for all of our, <laughs> our listeners. Search. How are you both, by the way?
2: We'll do some judicious cutting. I say we.
1: Dan, you can do some editing. Yeah.
2: Yes, your
0: domain is available. Um, netwanks.uk. .co.uk. Is a penny.
1: Netwanks dot UK?
0: Yeah. No dot co.uk. Oh yeah, dot uk is one penny. Mm. I mean <laughs> I bet Is net is netwanks.com gone? <clears throat> um
2: org
1: dot <laughs> info are available.
2: I think dot org you're meant to be a charity. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think netwax dot co dot uk would be quite funny. I think we should get it. <laughs> I, think like I don't. I don't honestly know what we'd do with it apart from the slash fig. I, I, someone at some point is going to have. Someone needs to read about Rodney's plonker twanging out of his pants. Surely netfox has gone.
2: Net, netwanks.com dot com has gone. It's just a porn site. Is it?
1: Yeah. Dot com.
0: Yeah, but is it UK just a well? porn site? <laughs> and so
1: much more and so
0: much more would we want net.co.uk? Uh, why are we doing this Netfucks is available .co.uk. bit too on the nose it is a bit isn't it
1: netwanks with a z is seems to be available <laughs> oh that's pretty good i like that that's that's kind of like
0: Netwanks with a dot, dot com right the z means mm. it's edgy yeah yeah it
1: means it's edgy in 90s absolutely <laughs> oh did you get did the password work yeah do you yeah let's have a quick one oh, okay cool let's have a quick um oh, yeah there we go oh, yeah, okay no, look.
0: No, no no, it's at yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Yep, cool, yep. yeah. And then you got to um, line the, the the guff in there. So, yeah, yep. there cool. it is. Yep, yep. cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, there you go. See, look. Some emails. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. So, okay, one thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight thousand emails unread. Let's just go over the top one here. They, they all
0: seem to be from the same place.
1: Yeah, but, but this one looks like a press release. Let's just look yeah. at that one. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, it is a press release. October twenty twenty-five. What must be a typo for immediate Hmm. release
0: 2015 That's, that's when we started
1: so no it says 2025 for immediate release okay headline world government a reality as TMT OOH media corporation takes back world for people what world government a reality as TMT OOH media corporation takes back world for the people must have been like a joke well yeah maybe it says it is a historic day the TMTOH Media Corporation has established the first world government ushering in a new era of freedom for the people of Earth. I think someone's fucking okay. with this. yeah. In a unanimous vote, the world's leaders have placed the TMTOH leadership triumvirate in control of the planet's destiny. What? Triumvirate. I assume that it means us. The TMTOH podcast is now required listening, and portraits of the TMTOH crew must hang in every classroom and home. I mean, that t- makes a
2: lot of sense. I mean, yeah, I
1: mean, recommend it. I mean, whoever wrote this is brilliant. The TMTOH leadership made this statement. It's long been our feeling that we should lead the people of Earth to a glorious future, and now we can. First came the pod, then the YouTube Cash Millions Money Money, <laughs> then thought-changing media corporation, now world leadership. Huh. And then it just says, suck our balls and then there's what looks like two pages of Nintendo hate speech and expletives. I mean, that does sound. That like sounds like us, uh, yeah. Something about goats sacrifices. Oh, uh, the sky raining frogs. That would be Duncan. No, maybe yeah. That happens uh, in Scotland. Yeah, and then it just seems to have a page with a picture of an octopus with really long dicks where its tentacles should be. Oh. And a picture of you, me, and Russ cutting the ribbon on the UN building with our flags. What is that? Lo- oh wow. Like that's, that's seriously Yeah. That's really good photoshopping. Must like your hair is completely grey, Russ.
2: I mean, you know, that's that's sort of of the course.
1: That's twenty twenty five. What's what surely there's like a date stamp on it somewhere? No. No? There's a note that says this is real. Oh. We're you from the future. Why have they sent it to us then? Why have we sent it to us? I don't know. I guess we'll find out in ten years. Oh. It's only twenty twenty five, Russ. Some years. Some years. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I'm lost. But, but let's, let's just close. This is too Okay, weird. So whatever we're it doing kind of goes okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's, just, let's, let's just, just close the email. Okay. I don't want to look in there. This again. is why we never check them.
0: This, this, this B- is because why. Of, yes. Because of warnings from the future. Because of warnings from the future. is why we never check the emails.
1: Okay. But isn't this like a predestination paradox? Isn't this going to happen? Let's, For the time being, maybe maybe
0: we'll come back to it next week. Yeah. just nobody become their own grandfather? (laughs) I can't promise anything.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm I'm a little freaked out. Can we just do some wholesome news and then I'll have a cup of tea and a Twix and just have a week off,
2: come back to it. What else is on
0: the news? Let's smash this out. Um, Assassin's Creed is getting really good reviews. Odyssey. Apparently, the weirder it
1: gets, the better it gets. Awesome. What's next? Okay, cool. I'm so, I'm <laughs> so tired of these. <laughs> this game meta looks awesome. story. I'm so bored. Honestly, I I could not think of anything I didn't want to play less than um, what was the one that came out recently? Origins. Yeah. It had origins in the name. That's Any the game with origins is Egypt, usually going to be shite. Yeah, but what about like Greek mythology? That sounds awesome. Actually, Dan, Greek mythology was <laughs> was filled with trauma.
0: It's, well, yes. It makes the people good having Assassin's Creed game
1: cut off. There's, there's a, a
2: bit in the trailer where he does the This is Sparta. He someone yes. Off, oh, off, my off, God, I know. Which I couldn't quite believe that they actually put in there. <clears throat> I don't know, I'm, I'm playing the London ones, so, and it's so... I've done that before. I did that before in Italy. But you know they Spain.
0: completely revamped it for Origins, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they completely revamped revamp everything. Yeah, so they, put, they put pyramids in it and everything. They... <laughs> You are such... You are the podcast curmudgeon. That's but the, so, the,
2: is Origins still... Is it still the whole Abstergo versus Google or whatever the fuck it is meta story? I don't, I think, don't, it know, is don't think it is anymore. Okay. No.
0: Because that just got so tedious. It is very boring. <laughs> when you're spending more time out of the historical areas than you are yeah. in them. Listening yes. to Danny Wallace. He's yeah. very amusing, but yes. I just don't care anymore. Do no.
1: I, I, I honestly think that the... The series peaked with the, sorry, I've got the pop screen, I'm a bit closer there. Uh, peaked with Assassin's <laughs> peaked Creed as well. <laughs> peaked with yeah. Assassin's Creed 2. Um I think Black Flag was a lovely return to form. Yeah. But not a peak. And then since then it's been downhill all the Have way. You've seen the um special
0: features in the special edition of this as well. Seeing what you Christ. get from it. One of the things that you get on one of the twenty editions of this, it feels like, is well, one of them you definitely do get on what feels like the twenty editions of it. Is um a remastered edition
1: of Assassin's Creed 3. The game that no one gave a shit about. The one that I barely played the single player because I was too engrossed in the multiplayer. And because the single player was shit. This is the It was awful. The, uh, American Revolution American Revolution. Yes. Yes. Should have been brilliant. Should have been amazing. Yeah. There were there were moments in the game mm-hmm. but it, it was they were so few and far between. You you can always tell how bad a game single player is that one of the expansion packs was um basically based on an alternate future where george washington decides to crown himself king of the americas <laughs> and it's basically called the tyranny of king washington or something <laughs> like that isn't it i think and it's uh, that as i see it they were just like no nope, we fucked up the real stuff so let's just go mental bananas yeah right what's next come on dan titties <clears throat> right, uh, Google Project Stream. Apparently, you're going to be able to stream um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on this.
0: Linking it. So there, we've also.
1: gone from talking about how much we, how little we cared about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and now the next story is the point stream is, this. Stream. So Someone's,
0: what the fuck is Google Project Stream? It seems like the next step forward in
2: Are you, something. Should that have been pronounced Project Stream, not Project Stream?
0: Yes, it should have.
2: So it's Craig. a project <laughs> called Stream. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, it's. It's basically the next step forward in streaming games, and it looks like they've actually done a pretty decent
2: then By the next step forward in streaming games we mean a step forward in streaming games. Yeah, it games. means someone's actually done something. Towards Nobody's it. talking about on live anymore. It basically though.
1: means the Nintendo Switch to the regular consoles. Mm-hmm. A step forward. Yeah, Just going to leave that one hanging in the air. Yeah.
2: As with everything else, Nintendo innovated on this first. So you'll Absolutely. be
1: a bit able to play Assassin's Creed in Chrome, apparently. I... Genuinely, don't think there's many things I care about less in life than that. Streaming at 1080p and 60 frames per second, which is impressive, but I still don't care. Come on, you gotta have something for me. All right, fine. I'll. Move well, I mean that—that that is like that is the dream, yes, of high-end
2: PC gaming without spending five thousand quid on a PC. Basically, yes.
1: It just won't happen though, because you'll still need rendering software to, or, or at least rendering capability to create. That. Yeah,
2: but the, the rendering capability is all in the server farm. Yeah.
1: No. That's the whole point. It's
2: all done over there, so basically. you're just watching a video of the game. Yeah, I don't. You're, think you're watching your own
1: Twitch stream. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's how it works at all. Actually, <laughs> 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 I'm oh, done with this conversation. You must be <laughs> such a dick in
0: meetings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am a complete dick in meetings. Honestly, seriously, it's a miracle we have a PR strategy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Think it's the case. You're basically. Um, the guy in the Gremlins 2 video that we watched before this, the appeal thing, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm literally. People always say it, like, "There's being devil's advocate, and then there's Tom." <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that's going to work how you think it's going to work. And then I usually hold up my sarcastic. I believe note. that you believe that. Yeah, like I believe that you believe oh, that. Or, I wanted to get that in when you were talking about the fucking switch, and I totally forgot. <laughs> hold, hell hold up my little bit of paper my post-it that just says figure it out. When people come to me with those endless problems of like, I just don't know what to do with anything, I just hold the post-it up, figure mm-hmm. it out. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Right. Um, oh, I'm not telling you what company I work for.
0: PlayStation Classic, have we all seen this? I mean, who's surprised by this? No one. Do we? Do, have you seen um, God, Seamus Black, I think his name is, the guy who, who invented who was head of the original Xbox project. Mm-hmm. He's seen all these mini consoles and his response was, I want a bigger Xbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one, one that is actually a coffee table. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. I thought that was funny. But uh, PlayStation Classic, I think it's set to be $100 and it's going to have 20 games on it. I mean they're
1: just a bit Sounds shit to me They're quite cool and kitsch I mean I can imagine that If I came into Quite a bit of money I would probably At some point If I won 100 million On the lottery I'd probably get to a point Where I'd be like I'm going to spend A small portion of this On tiny consoles Stack them all up And just Live in my big house With tiny consoles Put it in a tiny room (laughs) Yeah With all tiny things Yeah so, I can feel massive. Except for one giant seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're, they're fairly cool, but I
0: mean. 20
2: games, $100. Also, to be honest, like, you could. The actual console is completely unnecessary. Yeah. You could put the hardware in a controller. Yeah. I just have a controller that plugs into your TV via an HDMI cable, and that's the whole thing.
1: Yes. That would be all you need. I'm pretty sure you could just buy a Raspberry
2: Pi, right? Well, I mean, you can. Mm. Yeah. But. <laughs> There's a small amount of effort involved in setting that up, or is this just bugs in?
0: The other option is: what if you had like a console that's that true. you could just
2: dock with your
1: TV?
0: I mean, that's real innovation, <laughs> isn't it?
1: It is unbelievably clever that the Switch can do that. Oh, of course, the Switch does. That. Unbelievably Sorry. clever. Yeah, yeah. It's really clever. Yeah. It's basically a
2: doing plug. something that like all laptops have been able to do for the last ten years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm done talking to you right now. <laughs> so I'm just going to turn over here now to Dan. What's next?
2: Have you seen um, Have you seen the thing you can get for a raspberry, raspberry pie called the Cade?
1: Yeah,
0: because you've shown me it yeah. many times. Going, I want this. I'm, I'm definitely going to buy one one day. And I don't. So how big is this? Is the actual? It's, it's probably about that big. Like, oh, off, off the table. It's not. That's... It's not huge. Russ
2: just showed us two and a half foot basically off the yeah, table. Yeah, it's not a full. I mean, you can get full yeah. size cabinets, but it's literally like an empty wardrobe with a, <laughs> tiny, a tiny, tiny rod to be it. it. Uh, that's immense. I love it. So, I yes. it but the Picade is it's gorgeous. Is it like pre set up? It's it's sort of like you, you have to build it. It's like yeah. flat packed, and it's there's some electronic stuff to do as well because you have to. There's a like a circuit board that connects all the. Joysticks and buttons into an interface that the Raspberry Pi can understand. Oh, I see. Oh, of course, yes. So you have to you have to have a Raspberry Pi, and you mount it inside this thing yeah. with a bunch of other gubbins. It's got a screen in it, and then if you put the um, the uh, what's it called, PiCade, is it called PiCade? I can't no, that's the thing. What's the? There's a there's a Pi. Raspberry Pi build, yeah. Which is I specifically imagine the word
1: Pi will be in the name yeah, somewhere, which is specifically for. Um,
2: RetroPie, that's, that's it. it. retro RetroPie is the it's the build for the Pi that's specifically for games emulation. Yeah,
0: and you just put. How own. much is the uh, PiCade?
2: Like two hundred and fifty quid or something. It's quite Whoa. expensive. It's very nice.
0: I just want to stress: we're talking about something that's considerably cheaper than that, which is the
1: place. Yeah, but with this, you
2: could, you could you can have every single game that was ever released for every single console up to and including the N sixty four.
1: True. See, so this this is a, an interesting point that suddenly I get uh, the urge to raise. Yeah. The if you say the word switch, no, I'm not saying the switch. Nintendo. <laughs> 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 while I, you know, while there are things about them I like, there are lots of things I don't like about them. You, with the miniature console craze that they've effectively created. Yeah. At least on their consoles, it was like 70, 80 quid, yeah. and you got like 30 to 35 classic games. Yeah. yeah. This feels a little. 20 bit, feels cheap, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Especially because for £100, you could probably buy a PS2 and all of the old games. Admittedly, you wouldn't be able to then. Play them on a modern TV.
2: Also, I think like if you were to choose twenty PS2, PS1
1: games, these would not be the twenty that you would choose. No, it's almost like
2: there's some considerably less than classic stuff on
1: there. Yeah, if it doesn't have Mdk on it, what's going on? Oh my god, Mdk was fucking brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's have a
0: look at what games are on it. Was what I wanted to see. Ah, good old Amazon. Mm -hmm. Tell us, reveal the secrets. Games from a golden era, including. Final Fantasy Seven, Jumping Flash, Tekken Three, R4 Ridge Racer
1: Type Four, Wild Arms. See, but that just seems redundant, considering what other platforms you can play things like Final Fantasy Seven. Why pay another hundred pounds for the? Yeah, I mean, I thought there was like a, a remastered version of FF Seven coming out.
0: God yeah, man. well,
1: eventually, that's that's the story in itself. It's,
2: it's it's just a nifty sort of Christmas thing, isn't it? Yeah but it's, it's so low effort for them they, they have their legal department sort out licensing for the best games they can get you know the hardware not that much of a big deal it's not expandable it doesn't have any internet connectivity it's just it's single purpose does what it does they flog them and make a shitload of money on them and they're making money out of IP that is just lying there not generating anything for them at the moment I Tough. do you think yeah. in
1: the future if that was genuinely that email was from the future yeah that if I talk now about Final Fantasy VII and its remaster, that we might get some sort of response. Maybe. Should we give it a like, try? It feels like we're also, trying If it to real, to you'd have to
2: remember yeah. in the future to email yourself
0: back. It does just feel like we're, we're talking to... We're, we're trying to contact us about something, aren't we?
1: It would be kind of sadly ironic if the only people that cared about what we were saying were ourselves for the future. <laughs> it would be funny, though, wouldn't it? That would be quite funny. Jokes on
0: everyone else, because apparently we're doing quite well.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and that's like seven years down the line it's crazy anyway yeah. one,
0: one more new story uh, choose your own adventure episode of black books is going to be in the next series apparently
1: of black books?
0: do you mean black, black mirror? mirror? black mirror oh black mirror yeah sorry <laughs> I was thinking
1: how the fuck is that going to go like you just <laughs> get pissed and, and end up sleeping between two like, do you remember that one where she finds him literally balancing between two <laughs> stools <laughs> I love that one
2: Okay. So, so is this a,
0: like, are we literally talking it's interactive? No, as in it will be an episode where someone's trapped in a choose-your-own-adventure right. book. Oh, I see. Okay, i buy that. Loving it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the kind of thing that they will nail, personally. They nailed horror games, for starters. That episode's fucking brilliant. When the one where he's in the horror game. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is, that is quite good, that one. Yes. Because
2: that, that is probably one that's the most... People that have never played a horror game probably
0: didn't get very much out of that episode. There's so many little in-jokes. There's Mm. one where he has to go through a door and he refuses to do it. And then the person pipes up and goes, would you kindly go through the door? And he does
1: it. I love that. Such a nice little nod to Bioshock. That's such a great moment in that game. Yeah. It's not as earth-shattering as everyone makes out. Everyone makes out, oh my God, like I never saw it coming and stuff like that. It's like, well... You probably did, but you are a gamer. You love those kind of tropes. You kind of thought it was yeah. coming. It's mm. just the way it was revealed was so cinematic. I've, I've, I've it seen some people endures. writing stuff where, like,
2: oh, my God, because you, if you actually think back, you've been doing everything this person says. Like, yeah, that's how fucking games work. Yeah. Something pops up saying, go Absolutely. over here and kill this. You go, all oh, right, I'm going to go and do that then.
1: And also, not just that, it actually shows you in the flashbacks of that moment mm would you kindly being used as a phrase by Frank Font uh, well Atlas as he is at that that point the whole time they go you know and you'll find yourself remembering it's like no you won't they will show you yeah they'll go look we did say would you kindly if you go back and play it you'll see it again mm-hmm. but now would you kindly go and kill the son of a bitch but yeah it is still quite
0: oh yeah it's re- it's really good clever, it's just it's just you know, not uh, yeah. it's
1: not the reinvention of narrative
2: that some people seem to think it is
1: absolutely although I do agree that it is a very good commentary on video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That BioShock is a good commentary on that. It's, you know, it's there is no free will. It's up there. You with, are living the experience that they want you to live.
0: With Spec Ops in as that kind of moment when you realize that you've not been a good guy, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. you've been doing what someone else has
1: been egging you on to do throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And your, I think Spec Ops does it a little bit better. And your response to everything yeah. that happens after that event is is your character's attempt to maintain some level of control. Yeah. Which is ironic, considering he's not being controlled by yeah. himself anyway. What giant. was that? There was a game quite a while ago that
2: had this sort of called cool, Like, you were a sort of a soldier fighting a rebellion, and, like, it was sort of fairly... Like, when you shot people, there was no blood, and the bodies would disappear after a little while, which you sort of initially thought, oh, that's just a bit so that's sort of fairly shitty, mm. game's on over. But then it sort of actually turns out that as a soldier in this army you're getting fed this drug that kind oh, of desensitises you that's it yeah. yeah and then you sort of like you get out of it and you you, you sort called you see the first time mm. like actual like bloody bodies everywhere and you realise the, the horror of what you're doing
1: it's actually the other way around you're shown yeah so it's so the it's actually a game I've played and it's it's pretty shocking mm. uh, like as in shockingly bad but um (laughs) did not do very well but it's painting it paint like the the drug you're on nectar paints it's like chemically engineered to make you see what the people who are giving you the drugs want you you to see so the peaceful rebels when you're on nectar will appear as ravenous cannibalistic people who leave skinned bodies all over the place so you're slowly driven to kind of hate them and stuff like that um and see, there's then a, there's a black mirror that's a bit like that as well, yeah it? later yeah, on in the game the, yeah. you do you go off of Nectar and you start to see the reality of, like of what, what you're what, doing what yeah. you're actually doing around you know you, all these people like, yeah but they do they disappear it's, yeah it's very strange but it's like, I'm pretty sure like you know Diedrich Bader I'm pretty <laughs> sure he gave his head and body to one of the characters oh my I'm pretty God. sure like, the sergeant in it that like leads your squad like literally looks like Diedrich Bader <laughs> like you know literally like Lawrence from Office Space
0: I was about to say that's the only thing I can hey, imagine hey Peter yeah
1: Watch out for your cornhole, bud. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, thanks, Peter. I don't want you fucking up my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd do two chicks at the same time. <laughs> That's it? Well, yeah, man. I mean, I've always wanted to do two <laughs> chicks at the same time, and I think with that kind of money, I could set it up with some women, you know, the kind of women that would go down. On it. It would go, was it two, two chicks that would get together with a guy like me, anyway.
0: <laughs> hey, Peter, the breast exact video. Again. Yeah, Channel 9. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> discussing their plan he goes sorry guys I won't say anything (laughs) yeah yeah. I do love that Um, hey Lawrence has anyone ever said to you "Like, looks like someone's got a case of the Mondays and he just goes no No. man no man I believe you'd get your ass kicked saying someone like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to watch Office Space that's such a good film Mm. do you know what we haven't done in a while we haven't done a commentary track in a while
2: Come no. Come okay. No do We we're just sitting there watching it. It's gotta yeah. got
1: be rubbish films. Speaking of which, I was looking at the TMTOH um SoundCloud channel recently. Yes. And I couldn't find the commentary for Revenge of the Sith. It's on there. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well let's run some admin in a minute. <laughs> Why don't we just say that was an excellent news episode with yes. one very scary moment that we hope is just a blip in the machine, a gremlin and perhaps a metaphor for whatever? Um <gasps>
0: I remembered the other thing I watched
1: I watched Gremlins 2 oh you watched I'm Gremlins right. 2 Excellent. it's fucking crazy there yeah, it go. is mental okay. um and um yeah that's it nice cool. okay so don't forget to check us out on social media feeds if you want to go and check us out on Facebook it's www.facebook.com forward slash tmtoh <laughs> the first <laughs> bit of that is the bit people know already yeah, yeah. absolutely it's basically forward slash tmtoh um on Instagram, it's at, t- at TMTOOH. On Twitter, it's at 2MTOOH. Um, and also, don't forget to check out uh, the website, www.tmtoh.com If you want to mm. check out our sister pod, Theatrical Cut, mm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: their feeds are. It's uh, at
0: Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and at Theatrical Cut on uh, Twitter.
1: And that is that. Ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're touching, whatever you're holding, have a fantastic evening. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.